0: Um, you know, it's been a while since you know, we've done these podcasts. I don't know if you're aware that uh, the listeners out there that uh, we pre-recorded pretty much the, a lot of the previous ones. Um, and this has become quite a bit of an issue for me um, in the past couple of weeks, t- to be honest. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of that, Mr. Boer.
1: Um, I, I, I had noticed that I've been starving with a, a lack of weekly toast. Yeah, you see,
0: I've also been to my doctor and he's actually diagnosed it. It turns out I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for ToastJokes.com. for that one. <laughs> uh, Toasting design, welcome back. Uh, we're going to continue on the topic of um, solving problems, identifying problems.
1: And, and and I think what we're going to start off is, is the classic thing of, you know, you've, you're given this design brief, it's got some words in it, and we're just going to chuck these words together and try and make a design out of it. That's literally what we're going to try and do now. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's a sort of standard spitfall, Let's just come up with the weird and wacky, our the, the bread and butter, um, as our toast and butter. As it. So you've been given the task of a search and rescue uh, system vehicle. Um, you have a person that is now lost in the desert they're lost Why are they lost let's, let's stipulate that for a second
1: um, okay so how do we know they're lost uh, is it the standard thing if they didn't arrive where they were supposed to get to
0: yeah let, let's say they're doing Cape DiCaro, uh, and in the middle of the Cape Cairo, GPS went down uh, bike crashed off um, set on the motorbike uh,
1: and yeah there's, been that, yeah there's been nothing on Instagram for you know seven minutes clearly they're lost
0: All my selfies are just going nowhere. I don't know what to do
1: anymore. Okay, so um, how would we start to work out? Uh, I mean, obviously, if the person's not there and we haven't heard from them, uh, you can do that thing of, well, they're in the desert, they're dead already. Um, Or or, or you you, you could do that thing of, when should they have have arrived? What's the time difference? and then try and do your best guess of where they could be.
0: Well, I mean, also not only that, there are two big kind of distinctions here, uh, two splitting points right from the beginning. Do you look at it in the context of the rider and he's helping himself or herself, or is it the rescuers and how they can help him or her?
1: Ah, you committed the fatal student mistake. You started to uh-huh. introduce a concept. Yes. So initially, um, you were busted as having said search and rescue.
0: <laughs> My bad. Yeah, okay.
1: And I think, you know, when it comes to student design student 101, um, let's just try and work out what we mean by search and rescue, because and yeah. is different to all. Yeah. And it's also different to and then, you know, search and then rescue, uh, which and is what the rescue. ad is. Yes, yeah. yeah. So uh, let's just go for the one that you mentioned, rescue. So this person is somewhere. We we mm-hmm. actually don't know uh, where. We have, a, we have an idea um, and mm-hmm. we don't know how bad things might be. Um, if we were to start to define what we mean by rescue, what does that mean?
0: Uh, recover, return to a safe location or a location where there is communications
1: or... Helping. Okay, so yeah, um, and I would say there we, we play this little simple game where you pretend to be the dude in the desert and I pretend right. to be the search party leader. Not search party, the rescue party leader. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Alright, so um, if if I go first, um, we need to take a lot of water, we need to take uh, medical stuff uh, you're riding a motorbike right yeah I was riding a motorbike um, okay, so if, if you've come supplies. yeah if you've come off it there could be broken neck broken limbs um, lacerations etc but you're going to need water and you're going to need healthcare stuff and mm-hmm. for my rescue thing I'm going to walk out and pick the most capable vehicle or set of vehicles that we've got so, you yeah. know, there's going to be the, the the land cruiser that, you know, go out and, well, we still have to find you. Um, and th- the best way to do that is, is you know, if you've come off in, let's say, soft sand, is to mm. go past where you would be and then do a 90 degree cross thing and look for the tracks.
0: Yes, yeah, okay. So, are well, you imagining that I've obviously walked away now at this particular point?
1: Well, I don't know anything, but... Uh, Ev- evidently something went wrong with your bike or something went wrong with you and we, we have no information. So we've got to go and and uh, I, I, for the rescue task, I don't know where you are, but we're going to have to take equipment and go and get you, stabilize you, and then bring you back home if you're, if you're alive. If not, it's just a collection service.
0: Now, these bikes tend to be incredibly heavy vehicles. So if I've come off of it, I'm not taking it with me anywhere. Uh, maybe right. some of the stuff that is on the bike, some of the, the bags or the, the boxes and, and kits, I might take that with me. But the bike I'm going to leave, I might then look for cover, um, something where I can hide underneath it or whatever the case is. In which case, for you,
1: your job is then to look for that bike. And, and that's the important back. thing is I can't rescue you without a small element of search. Yes. Because I, yeah. I don't know where you are. If you had a... a um, a transmitter or something and I knew exactly where you were. I don't have any search. It's just 100% rescue. And then it's about mm. speed time yeah. And, yeah. and get to you a lot quicker than we get you out because the main thing is we have to get water and healthcare to you as quickly as possible. Um, and now, obviously with, think,
0: yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, what I was going to say is what I might do is almost from the beginning split the, the two distinct. I don't think you have to have a system that does. You know, if we, we say the person is going to wander off, um, I don't think you need to have one design, one uh, system that does both search and rescue
1: necessarily. That's true, and it's it's the immediate thing is I I tried to stay on the rescue path, which were which is why I use the word you know get a Land Cruiser and get driving. I didn't say a mm-hmm. thing about the bird's eye view flying story because no, no, that no, is. No that is how you look for something exactly all right yeah. so we've realized we actually need a, a set of things and now now we're getting into the world of concepts but we're trying to keep our eye on the problem so what would you exactly, use as yeah. the very best i mean what 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 to you is the keyword that defines search uh but they say there two ways to do it um let, okay. let's say we launch we, we launch a a balloon with a dude with some powerful binoculars on it and that dude sits and scans the the desert by eyeball and then the balloon moves to the next location there's a speed function involved in search yes
0: okay okay okay, yes
1: yeah okay so if, if i was in charge of searches i would get a jet fighter with a fighter jock with you know excellent vision and i would say I would then have to define the search thing. And the thing is, in my opinion, the best way to look for something is to go to where you knew it was and then track where it should have been as opposed to trying to preempt where going wrong might have happened. So this fighter jet would hit Mach 2, it would go to where, uh, where you started and then backtrack. As the quickest thing, it, it it would fly there along the route you might have taken, just in case you get lucky. But then mm-hmm. it would have turned around and then gone a little slower to to search better um, on the way back, while we headed out with rescue stuff in that general direction. The rescue stuff could fly, but yeah. it's important to find first. You no, know, it's pointless having rescue vehicles littered through the desert and then use the sky to look and then say, oh, everyone congregates um, at, at the injured person.
0: Is though not the, the method by which you're trying to figure out how you're going to find the person, actually jumping into a concept for actually how you will find, you know, your search pattern, as it were. Um,
1: yes. So, yeah, that was mistake number two mm-hmm. is to, you know, we have to come up with the functions first. The feature would be search pattern, uh, search parameters, things like that, yeah.
0: So your function then would be, it is you identify the matter of time and or speed, but it is also area, the sort of area over which we are going to be looking.
1: Um, And and I think it's more important than that. I think there's a volume aspect as well, because, you know, whenever people are searching, I mean, if you take the, you know, that, that, uh, let's not mention the, the, airline's name but that airplane that went missing and it was the Mm. biggest search operation ever mounted there weren't many clues as to where they needed to go there were some and they just went looking and to me all the footage you saw of people looking out of airplanes was you know the mark one human eyeball going along at 500 kilometers an hour at a certain height and you think how do you train to look for stuff because it's an art. It's a bit like riding through um, the bush looking for animals. The first the first okay. couple of days, you're not sure what you're looking for. So you're looking for too much stuff until you eventually you exactly. realize you look for ears, flick of tails, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You basically look for motion um, okay. and, uh, to try and find what you're looking for. Um, but yeah, we'd have to come up with the functions of search and the functions of rescue. Um, and as, as you pointed out, I don't think it, the same vehicle um, is the best way to do it.
0: Probably not, no. Well, you might be able to have a vehicle that is a two-parter system. So part of the vehicle has is a little quicker and can separate off. And uh, I mean, we're jumping into context, but that they can move off and then find um, the person. And then once it's found, because it can move quickly, the slower, bigger vehicle with all your supplies and medical issues and water and all that can then right
1: quickly right away. that's true and I think there's an excellent example of TRIZ right there is using the principle of separation um, mm. you know so search and rescue you could we could use bad English at this and call it searches and rescue yeah you know yeah the, exactly. yeah so you could literally have have a rescue vehicle that when you got where you needed to go you popped off 10 or 15 unmanned aerial or unmanned road vehicles mm. um, to, to fly. I mean I'm I'm thinking of um th- the idea comes from a 3D printer but if you yeah. had a, a very lightweight like super lightweight like modeled on a um, like one of those desert spiders that like just runs so quickly over the sand a thing to find vehicle tracks. Oh, you yeah. literally drive and then launch these things and their sole purpose was to you know like a 3D printer run and basically scan what's underneath them and literally come to a bolting halt once it had identified motorbike track, different to car track, different to animal track, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and use those to look at the ground because there's no point looking upwards. Um, you could also then mm-hmm. use the aerial one, or you could have the, um, a, a two-in-one, you launch this ground-based thing, which literally goes and finds the track. Cause you could do that at the mm-hmm. same speed as you could have an unmanned um, flying thing. And once you got yeah. there, the flying thing went up to get a better a better view, um, and then it went down the track. For example, um, and again, jumping into pretty complicated concepts there, but that the, it'll the work.
0: I mean, uh, alternatively, another option is maybe potentially even getting the person to find you. So make yourself, you know, go along the route, and you have a vehicle that is super high visibility, reflecting all the sun all over the place, making noise, everything. Uh, and if that person hears that, provided they can move, you don't know that though, but provided that can then be done, you can then, that um, they can then identify themselves better.
1: Um, That's perfect. I system. mean, yeah, I mean, I, I hadn't even factored that, but if you just use the word, um, you just use sound. So you, you know. went up there, you made a hell of a noise, but then you stopped, a bit like our submarines, you know, play torpedo, yeah, torpedo yeah. under the sea. Um, you'd basically send out a sound. And then very, very carefully listen for something or spot reaction. Um, that could certainly well, I mean, work.
0: I'm, I'm almost thinking if you actually you you go and you drop off um, like a P3 Orion flies over, drops sonar boys and stuff into the sand, and you just listen for movement, you listen for anything. Because depending okay, on yeah, the,
1: yeah.
0: at least in this particular area, we're not expecting too much in the way of movement and other and other things. So, if uh, that area we, we're picking up something, these areas, you can then lower your search down um, to that. Now, obviously, in that other example you had, we weren't expecting movement, we weren't expecting uh, biologicals um, yeah. to, to be fact to search for. Um, so, that wouldn't work in that thing. So, it's very much that we're looking for a person
1: and we're expecting them to be alive. If they so, are let's. Alive. Let's run on two scenarios. The one is the first one you mentioned, which is you've come off your bike, but the bike's pinned you down. What mm-hmm. kind of noise could you make if you were within arm's reach of your bike that could turn travel over the really long distances? I could, You could turn it on, but I'm thinking oh, of the standards. Really? How do you get someone's attention when the doorbell doesn't work? Uh, I kind of ignore the doorbell you, most of the time, to be honest, but yeah okay but i mean you know <laughs> most, most normal people Fair enough, okay. um, the, the sort of solution everyone uses is you rattle the gate so met, you mm. you rattle keys on it you make metallic noise because we can hear that for miles yeah now you think you've got There's a bike a chassis you'd have metal on metal you could ping 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 and that noise would go much further than your your bike
0: this is very much a design that then – or a, a system that is focusing on the driver knowing to do this. If he
1: doesn't – Well, the, yes. I mean, you know, we normally hang out with clever people, so we'd be assuming, you know, our driver would be a bit like us, I guess. Um, yeah, okay. but, but, but at the same time, just thinking outside the box here, mm. yeah. you've got this bike. It's down in the sand. If you could turn it on, we're assuming the oil system still able to pump oil, but yeah. there's going to be no cooling which means if you were to use the engine, you'd have to make sure that you didn't overheat or burn it out because if you did, and that was your only source of noise, once the engine ceases, the engine ceases.
0: All right, so this, okay. So we, I'd so say then in terms of the design, we can't bet on him having his engine running as a noise profile.
1: No, so in terms of a, either a requirement or a constraint, it would be a maybe. If they hmm. have this, we, we might work on that. Let's work on another scenario. Um, okay. he's come off the bike he's left the bike for safety or shelter what could you use there to make a noise like like what what would you take from the bike to the shelter
0: i'm trying to think what could be disassembled of my bike but
1: i don't know i can't
0: yeah i I mean i feel i mean i think in the fuel tank bloody clanging the hell out of it but I, i don't think you can remove it
1: necessarily easily no, I mean, you, you could remove the chair, so you could go and sit on the chair under a, a tree. Or, okay, or, yeah, or yeah, yeah, make it comfortable, yeah. You can't, make a, you can't make a noise with that. Um, most helmets are composite. They don't, I mean, if you tap, tap them, mm. it's not going to sound like a steel bongo drum or something. No. Um, so from a noise point of view, that's an interesting one, but it certainly makes you think of safety things to throw in um, in future. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. one of those really, really loud whistles.
0: I'm trying to think, I mean, do you want sound or do you want a vibration system? to so some kind of like reverberation system that reverberates against the ground and that might travel through and propagate through the ground.
1: That's that's interesting. So then we need to work out, now, I guess your inspiration there comes from sort of how elephants communicate the vibrations mm. to their feet over long distances type thing. Um, yeah. Whales do exactly the same. And the only difference between audible sound and that is just frequency. You know, so if, if we were to if if we could speak at two point four gigahertz, we'd speak mobile phone signal type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But obviously, you know, soft sand. What what could you use to create a vibration through the ground on soft sand?
0: some kind of pit, like tuning fork, you can jam into the sand,
1: give it a I knock. Th- I, a I ring think ring. yeah, you'd need you need something like a like a disc. You know, you you'd cup your hand or something, and you'd need something like that on the bike. I think the fuel tank would be the perfect shape because it would be flattish. You could literally sit and pound the ground or soft sand to make a make a noise and um, mm. travel. But we'd have to understand the scenario and then the likelihood of if the person's trained to make a noise, you can rely on the noise. If not, how could you use it to find them if they were, you know, smart enough to do it?
0: So what, this sort of inst- instigating them to make a noise
1: or? Well, here's the thing is you, you, you work you, a bit like this lockdown thing. You're kind of working in knowledge isolation. You, mm. number one, you don't know if they're alive. You don't know where they are and you don't know what they, how, how they could help you find them, which I think is why the standard search thing is always a go visual look for them because mm. you can assume the worst, um, which is a very easy trap because you know we went straight down that, and then we started to think, yeah. how how does this guy become you know smarter than MacGyver in the desert, um, yeah. and what what sort of things are we going to have to take with us? Um, and I'm thinking, you know, trained desert rats or something that can literally pick up vibrations yeah. would be the, the thing to to help you with this.
0: Obviously, also the days that we're now becoming a little bit more technological, you know, you might find the he has COM devices, which maybe the oh it, it's even okay, so his, his radio is broken, otherwise he would have contacted someone. Mm. Um but what about his helmet's got a Bluetooth uh system inside of it? We basically go through and we try ping out. If we get any kind of return signal, we use those in a home and other yeah. those signals. Yeah. Um so we basically get a, a mass spectrum of things. We're looking for vibrations, we're looking for return signals, um, and, and basically trying to find tech almost trying to like see if you can got an open wi-fi signal out there um yeah and trying to lock in and then uh, turn around that location in which case what you could basically have is a small moving drone whether on the ground or up in the air uh, that basically the moment it takes a signal just goes straight towards it um homes in on it um and maybe inside it's got a small little capsule of water or something like that to keep the guy going um and then you've got a homing beacon inside that um, yeah with instructions something like that down. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's a very interesting problem. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, cool. I I think think that's a good enough wrap-up for today. Uh, And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers. Thanks. Cool.